Hey guys, welcome to For The Kudos episode 19, coming to you from the Gold Coast studio this time. I'm Brett and I'm here with Joel. Hey Brett, I'll tell hey, you what, my, Joel. my view from the Gold Coast studio is a lot better than yours. Yeah, I know. You're looking at really shitty Gold Coast hotel decor and I'm looking at the ocean. Yeah, so. saw a whale yesterday. Did you? Yeah, on what? the on the For The Kudos shakeout run. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, speaking of the shakeout run, it was pretty cool. It was good. Uh, we had, I reckon, probably six, seven hundred people there. Yeah, I don't know. I we didn't count, but <laughs> estimated. Was, like, yeah. <laughs> it was probably fifty, I reckon. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of what we thought would be really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So especially it was cool. with with uh, there being, you know, obviously it was not the ideal location. Like it's a funny race, Gold Coast. Um, people sort of stay all over the spot, um, and yeah, it was pretty hard for people to get to. Um, on on like after the half marathon and a lot of people were tired. So yeah, we were both saying like if we did something like this say at Melbourne, which I think we should, um, the day before Melbourne, I reckon we'll get, yeah. Yeah. There'll be plenty of people there. Yeah. But, thanks but it was to cool. Yeah. Riley cool to meet everyone. Yeah. Thanks to Riley. Um, yeah. It's cool to meet everyone and have a little chats and people let us know what they thought about the podcast. So it was great. A lot of positive feedback which is good yeah sure, if it was negative feedback you probably wouldn't be there but <laughs> that's true well they've already complained to geordie williams anyway. yeah yeah they can send that in um <laughs> but yeah it was cool it was fun and yeah and then also well done to everyone running gold coast this weekend a lot yeah. of uh big big results yeah we've seen some heaps of heaps of pbs i yeah. know obviously we'll go into it later but after my disappointing race yesterday i was pretty depressed and then it's sort of like I was a bit miserable yesterday and then going there today and it's like with all my the athletes that I coach and it's like, it's not about me anymore. And then I'm seeing all there and I'm, I was really revved up. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It is such a cool atmosphere out there, isn't it? Like yeah. we, we were at the, I don't know, what, what mark was it? Probably 28 and 30 yeah. and 40 or 41. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Kind of no, like, no, that would have been 33 and 40. 41 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the bridge was 30 yeah but you see like so many um like just so many people running past yeah, and like crazy. people happy and yeah like you're cheering out from there cheering back to you yeah which is like i don't know it's kind of cool to see and it was you great can, you can see why people love love doing these things um yeah i said to i said to you it was it was funny um because i was with my mum. she she was down here she did the 10k this morning shout out to mary Catherine. um i know she listens she she was, we was sort of at like 28, 30K and I was cheering, like cheering out to my the athletes that I coach and then people were like quite often cheering back. Like, yeah. Like, Joel, like, yeah, hey, yeah. the kudos. And I was like, fuck, it's not about me. Yeah, exactly. So it was a good pump up. It was a good pump up uh, that I needed after after yesterday. I suppose you you won yesterday, so you didn't need the double pump up, did you? Oh, I'll take it. I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> Head can't fit through the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good conditions for the marathon yeah. this morning too. Which, so even our race, even our race, um, ended up being good conditions. Everyone was stressing out. We went yeah. on all these specials about <laughs> yeah, how to run in there. <laughs> all these, all these like big, long, deep chats about the weather and all. It's yeah. like fucking go back and delete those off. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely useless. But uh, yeah, it was nice out there. Probably getting a bit humid um, towards, towards the, the end. end but yeah, my Melbourne, my Melbourne fashion sense was really making yeah. me heat up on the on the walk back to the hotel today. I did one of the worst long runs, just kind of running, then stopping for half an hour. And yeah. like talking to people and then <laughs> running a bit more, like probably last time six hours. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, we actually saw on the way back um, with we're staying with Lockie Connell and friend of the podcast Sean Guinea. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we're walking back over the bridge, and we actually saw. Well, we were sort of asking each other how, like, 
I wonder how they get like the last person off the course. Mm. Um, and we're making jokes, you know, like a bulldozer comes and like, you know. <laughs> um, but there was a, a bloke and I think he had another guy with him who had the balloon. So it must yeah. be like the, 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 the last person. And literally 20 meters behind them is like the, the con caravan of uh, all the trucks just picking up the fences really? and stuff. So they, they get it. And it was like the moment, I reckon a minute after the guy had come past, then it looked like the race had no longer... You know, there was no, there was no evidence other than some gels and stuff. And there were just trucks and there were guys running, jumping, throwing stuff in. And I was like, shit, goes to show how many fucking people, um, you know, how much work putting on a race like this is. Yeah. Huge. It'd be ridiculous. I was, it was funny when I was out watching this morning and I saw, um, like people running past and they're like, got, they've got a bottle of water or, or their gels and they're like heading towards the bin that they've seen on the sidewalk yeah. and they kind of like half stop and putting it in. I'm just like, man, when it's me, I'm like throwing, I'm like, fuck the turtles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> trying to get it in the ocean. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. That was opening up my Instagram segment. I had to pull my, I had to pull my phone out because I've got to do my training week soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just ruined the whole thing. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. That was a good little joke you had though. Wasn't yeah, it? I've been practicing it too. <laughs> that's what happens. Um, later in the episode, we got interview with Jess Hull. Yeah. Um, pretty exciting. Yeah. Did, wait, I didn't even check. Did she race last night? So she lied to us in the... Uh, yeah, we asked her if she was interview. racing between now and Worlds um, and she had told us no, she hadn't. Also, we, we didn't apologize to Jess at the time, but... Um, it was it's funny. You'd probably be able to tell Brett and I had splitting headaches during that interview. Um, we were pretty quiet because we had the uh, our floors being redone the day before um, with the... The most chemical smell you've ever... Seriously. We we'd, we'd spent the night in the house and we woke up with splitting headaches. I don't think we're supposed to stay... Not supposed to stay and sleep sleep through that. Um, but yeah, that's why. If, if we seem quiet in the Jess interview, that's, that's the reason. Yeah. But she was good. She was yeah. great. She's always super, super chirpy and um, getting ready for world champs to come games. So yeah, she's always performs when it's the time's right. So did you find out? I was just rambling that um, long story. Yeah, no. Well, to... she hasn't posted about it. So if she did, she didn't didn't okay. break the record. Or, or maybe it's tonight. So okay, we should really know. <laughs> Research. <shouldn't we>? This <laughs> is our <laughs> this is our job. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we should have got friend of the podcast, Sean Giddy, to do some research. Yeah, for us. he probably knows. <laughs> we'll call out to him. <laughs> um, also, it's been a while since we've done one of these, but um, a call out for reviews always helps us. You know, we did this a fair, a f- fair few weeks ago, um, and well, I think it was in the, f- the first season. We asked for people to leave a review, um, either you know Spotify, you can leave five stars, helps us a lot. Um, only five stars. Only no, five stars. Else. Yeah, the we don't uh, care. Yeah, we've seriously. Um, and then, you know, at, on the Apple reviews, you can write a description and they're always great to read. We get some pretty funny ones. Um, so yeah, if you've got the spare moment and you like what we do and help us, help us out, write a review, we'll, uh, seriously appreciate it. Um, should we get into some training weeks? Yeah. Do you want to do yours first? Um, yeah, I can go first. Um, yeah, so Monday, uh, easy hour in Hawthorne, um, day after Fernie, um, legs a little bit sore from that. Uh, just the hills kind of yeah. bang up. I think it's the downhills that, that do the most. But Chasing Sinead on the downhills. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, easy 33 minutes in the evening. Uh, 8 by K on Tuesday at the 10, just a pretty standard Melbourne Truck Club session. Um, standard but good. Yeah. We like it. Uh, it's like, I don't know. It's honestly all you need. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, yeah, I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and they're like, "It's like like with the coaching and stuff. I mean, you kind of are doing the same session. Like, yeah. you're doing eight by K, but you do it doing it in a different way to make it a bit more entertaining. Yeah, it's like, it's but like, that's a VO two sort of test. Yeah, if if you do. could like be okay with mentally doing eight by K every week and and weren't going to uh, compare times every week, yeah, it'd be just great to do eight by K, some threshold. Yeah. Exactly. Run. You're just training your body in that way. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, but that's part of coaching, isn't it? Because it's like the human human bodies can't, or it's more human minds. Yeah. They can't do that. You know, yeah. even if you and it I had an 8 by K every yeah. single Tuesday, you, you either, either you're going to push too hard because you're comparing from week yeah. to week every week. Um, and that's going to have a, have, a, have, a, oh, Jesus. <laughs> have a negative effect far out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was a good session for me. Kind of the first like couple, I always, I don't know if I don't warm up enough, but I always like struggle kind of getting out of the box and I feel like it's a bit hard. Like I'm kind of forcing it. Yeah. But I think, what did we start at? Like 254? Two, I think 253. Yeah. 254 was our slowest, 253. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh. You had and, a go at me, I think on the first one, you're like, oh geez, you're doing your block starts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've been practicing it. I'm you're few, definitely. I'm a few years your junior though, so you know. Yeah. Your your body takes. A you bit. got no stamina, but you got a little <laughs> bit of explosiveness over the first twenty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like the last four, I kind of like started pushing a little bit. Yeah. Just, um, and then I was running a couple of two forty sevens. Yeah. Which was good, and I actually felt pretty in control. Was it on the sixth? The sixth one, you um. I think, yeah, you, you didn't really say that you were going to push it, but you'd, I thought like, we because we were finishing, we did the first four together. And then I think, yeah, it was the, must've been the fifth, um, when you sort of pushed it a little bit and I didn't know. And I've just, and I wasn't looking at my watch. Like I never really look at my watch in the splits and you were dropping me. And then I thought, oh fuck, I'm blowing up a little bit here. Um, fuck this is and I was like sort of thinking just hold it together you know hold your form focus on that you know and Brett's getting a little bit ahead and then I finished I was 250 yeah exactly and then, I, and then you go no no I was just going hard I'm like well you could have told me that <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep you guessing <laughs> never let them know your next move um, yeah so it felt good like I uh, I don't know I just kind of want to open up the legs a little bit before uh, before Saturday yeah um, and then I had the evening off. It's been a pretty disruptive week for us moving houses. Yeah. And we've just been so fucking busy. Yeah. Which is so annoying. But like typical you and I, we thought, I reckon it was Tuesday or Wednesday. We sort of thought, oh yeah, that's pretty much all done. Yeah. And it was another two days of moving after we thought we were done. It just like didn't 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 stop. I reckon someone, I reckon the neighbors were coming in and going, hey, let's put our hard rubbish inside. It was just more shit getting added to this big pile in the living room. Yeah. And then because we had to be like... Coming up here on Thursday, it's like it just had to be done. Yeah. Had cleaners coming in on the Friday. So it's just like we were on such a deadline. Yeah. But then at the same time, you're like, I've got a race. I don't really want to be lifting shit all week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you remember what you said? Isn't that funny how uh, sometimes mindset doesn't really <laughs> – how you said you're walking with a big box and you go, oh, this is fucking – this is the last thing we should be fucking yeah. doing on uh, race week. Like, this is the worst race preparation. And I said to you, I'm like, well, you know, it's Wednesday. It's not too. It's not too bad. We're still like a fair way. I was trying to be real positive, and it's like, you won. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> goes to show you the mental approach means fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I missed the um, missed the afternoon run there. 
Uh, you probably did it going up the stairs 50 yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. I was just buggered by the end of the day. Yeah. My first hard manual labor day ever. <laughs> day ever. <laughs> Didn't I say and that to you? I said, I was like, oh, my hands are all callous. Yeah. Like, cuts all over my hand. <laughs> like like um, Ben Stiller in Zoolander, exactly. the, the mines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was literally us. Um, and there, yeah, Wednesday morning, just um, an hour. Ran pretty quick, actually. Ran four, like four minute Ks. Um, Any reason? I just ran along, along the beach. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about this because like I'm running four minute Ks and I'm like cruising. Like it's yeah. not like I'm pushing, but if we do our normal loops when we're in Richmond or something like that and running four minute Ks, it's, yeah, it's, pretty, it's like when like, you're stopping crossing roads and doing all that. So, and it's just funny when people go, oh yeah, I'm going to start running fast. I'm going to start running four minute Ks or, yeah. or whatever it is, whatever their magic number is. Yeah. But then they don't take... Like, do you yeah. live in the city? Are, are you out on like Yarra Flats where sure. we can get rolling? It's people, four minute Ks at Fernie is like exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People would never, I think, really take that into like consideration. They yeah, just definitely. think, yeah, now this is the magic number. That's what I'm going to hit. Where yeah. four minute Ks in the city, yeah, like running through people and like and crossing roads is probably like running three forties. Yeah, definitely. And because at For times sure. you're running faster and slower, yeah, and, it does yeah. change heaps. Even yeah, just, even just slowing right down to go around a corner, like yeah. we know how much that yeah. affects pace. Like when we do two k reps, at the yeah, bridges. But I just yeah ran along the beach and it it, it felt good. Um, so yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, I didn't didn't go to the pulse run. First one I've missed in a while. I, yeah. Um, but just yeah. Moving all that shit. Yeah. Too busy. Yeah. And uh, Thursday morning went down to uh, Albert Park and did 4K threshold um, pretty much at like three minute Ks. Yeah. Um, yep. Felt good in that. And then, but it's always, yeah, it's like that same thing we talk about all the time leading to a race where you're thinking, yeah, right, this this is slower than race pace. Mm. Um could I go faster? Yes, but can I hold that for an hour? Yeah, I don't know. It's but you do you do lift lift for race day sometimes. Um, a Friday morning, uh, very disrupted. We had a ten minute fire alarm, which <laughs> threw our <laughs> threw our uh, whole morning off by two hours. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, I know we did make a joke about it, but it actually did. Like I we know. woke up, we set everything right, and we're like, okay, we have to do this by that time, this by that time, and. Yeah, fire. we did check out. So we stayed in two different hotels while we've been up here. So we stayed yeah. in this one for one night, and then when we were like uh, joining friend of the podcast, Sean Guinea, yeah, and Lockie, we, we moved into this one. But is Lockie uh, not a friend of the podcast? He's not. Really, no, he's he? not. Lockie actually stopped listening he, to. Remember yeah. that he used to listen to us. This Lockie Connell used to listen to us uh, regularly, and then he said. He's like, I stopped. Like, we, we would just would never catch up. There was no point. I would never message you guys. You know, you guys he would really never busy. wonder what we're doing. So, he would never like send us yeah, a message. Never yeah. be like, hey, let's catch up. Cause he's like, I feel like I've been, you know, and this is the thing about our podcast. It's like, we, you know, we meet ran, like random people that they know a lot about yeah, our lives yeah. and we don't know anything about this. Yeah. It's like, maybe everyone needs to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was uh, Rambo listening to it, like oh, Matt yeah. Ramsden, and he'd be like, We'd be talking and then he'd like say something and <laughs> yeah. then be like, oh shit, I'm actually not in the room with them yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, Knowing Rambo probably wasn't anything super smart. It was just yeah. <laughs> dumb comment. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we were getting ready to go for a run and then the fire alarm went off and we had like, first we just sat in the room for a bit and we're like, well, fuck it. It's like. Tell you what, if if the building was on fire, we, uh, we were in trouble. We were in trouble because yeah. we did not make any sudden move we, no. were, we were like slowly yeah. getting out still doing still doing our prehab like yeah, I was like yeah. rolling on my back and <laughs> uh, yeah then we like went out had to stand outside for 10 minutes and then 
We're like, all right, well, I guess that means we can check out two hours late for, for the inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually what you said. <laughs> yeah, when well, they call me yeah. as I was running and then they're like, uh, you're supposed to be checked out. They're like, what time are you checking out? I'm like, nah, that was a huge inconvenience this morning. We're not checking out until like 11.30. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was. So I think it, you even asked. You, I did hear at one point you said, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> They asked for my, for my autograph <laughs> when I had to sign my credit card for 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but then we just did a easy half an hour just yeah. down, checked out where the, the route for the for the kudos shakeout was going to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a little, little rain. So whole weekend of rain pretty much. But yeah, well, except today. Now it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then race day, 5.15. Did a 3K jog warm up. <laughs> Fucking so early, wasn't it? It was. We, yeah, me and you alarm went off, what, 255? Well, you said 250, and I was trying to push you back to three, and then we met in the middle in 255. But I think that's not meeting in the middle. It's still two. Still a two yeah, at exactly. the front. It's like, two. I don't care if it's 259, it's in the twos, and that makes me feel sick. You should have at least, you know, said. Three, I reckon we've been fine. Oh well, um, it actually as as um, we were sort of saying, it's such a such an early time that when the alarm goes off, you're not even that tired. It's like a novelty yeah, yeah. time, like you're it's not, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You haven't even like hit deep sleep. Yet, no, <laughs> no. I my sleep was like pretty fucked. Like I kind of fell asleep, yeah. but then woke up and I was like, I'm like kind of woke up and I was kind of like wide awake and yeah, I'm like that happens. I'm like oh, I must be must be like pretty much getting close to two. Yeah. 30 or something and I'm like no point looking outside because there's no light anyway <laughs> yeah. um, and then I was like I kind of like laid there for a bit and like the alarm hadn't gone off yet I'm like alright let's check what time it is and it was like 11.50 yeah. so I'd been asleep for like a bit over an hour <laughs> and I'm like oh this isn't good does it then and stress you you look over at me because we're sharing a room and then you look over at me and I'm just in the deepest sleep yeah. and then you, you sl- like, fell asleep really quick yeah um, mindfulness brother yeah <laughs> and yeah, it took me like, I don't know, I reckon a good hour to get back to sleep. Yeah. And then, so that's like one o'clock. Yeah. And then, but then so, you're remembering, you're like, oh shit, you know, some sort of, I'm going to get stressed here. Actually, hang on. I remember we recorded a podcast and we, I, I told everyone yeah. that, uh, then it's two nights before that's the, uh, the most and important. I had a good sleep that night. You had a so good, that's why I wasn't stressed. You did. But yeah, I don't know. There isn't literally nothing you can do. No. It's, and you're, and you're not getting a good sleep anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're having a few hours sleep. So, um, yeah, alarm went off at 2.55. Wasn't too pleased about that. Mm. And got we up. certainly, it's certainly like race morning. Like you and me talk a lot, you know, like think like the day before, we were, you know, at coffee, mucking around, having lots of laughs and stuff. And it's like, we probably didn't say a word to each other from two, fifth, you know, yeah. yeah. Just like the alarm goes off and it's just like, don't talk to me. Don't, yeah, you just don't can't look do anything. I'll put my headphones in. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Because I was like, I, I think I at one point tried to ask you a question and saw you. You had your headphones in. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The night before as well, like me, you and Guinea are just like joking around and like like screaming and laughter and just like yelling. And it's like getting to 10 o'clock and I'm just like, I, like, I need to wind down yeah. so we can. Like, Which we just, did. I know we, we did. did like, we just sort of said, all right, that's enough joking now. Yeah. Because definitely like, you know, when we're together, we're laughing so much and mucking around and it does rev you up. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. all right, let's have, let's just all chill out on our phones um, and relax. And then. Yeah, that's why. That's what. Well, I wound. I wound down because I fell straight asleep. But well, I fell asleep. I just had a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was your breakfast in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) Next question, please. (laughs) 
Um, he always does just weird shit. Like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> okay, I didn't plan this, but I realized I, so I have the same exact same as you, white rice. rice. Yeah. Um, and I realized I didn't have anything to, I usually either buy like a little bit of Nutella. I know that was a pretty weird thing that, um, I, I don't mind that one. I, that, you don't I mind that one. Yeah. I do that sometimes. See, I thought that was pretty good until George Wintle who, you know, yeah. friend of the podcast, George Wintle. Um, no, we don't, he's not really, we can't call him. <laughs> you can't call, can't call everyone. <laughs> nah, just, he's a friend just of George us. Wintle. Just George yeah. Wintle. He's the, like a chef at Attica, one yeah. of Australia's most sort of renowned restaurants. And he messaged where he listens and he heard me talk about that. And he messaged me and he just goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I got insecure about it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but- oh shit, he works at Attica and that's not allowed. Okay. Okay. But I think anything you serve up, he would look at and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Compared to like his <laughs> standards. True. That's definitely true. For so, sure. And um, he's going to hear the meal that you had. I was just about and to say, have you, have you loved how I'm doing this big sort of like long elaborate story to then go anyway and hopefully you forgot what, I, <laughs> what you asked. Um, no, I realized I didn't have anything. Uh, I didn't have an accompaniment to the uh, yeah. white rice. So I had some leftover... Um, Popcorn. <laughs> the, uh, the caramel. The, like yeah, it's like the Cobb's yeah. sweet and salty um, caramel. And I thought, I'm just going to put a little bit of that in, thinking it'll just, you know. To be honest, if you broke it up and like made it into like a dust and put it in, it'd be fine. But it was just big foreign yeah, foreign pieces of popcorn that just sort of were stuck in the rice and it was just like, oh, this is so grim. Yeah, and you made it for your lunch after the race too. Yeah, that's because my guts were so crook and I had no food and I just had to eat something. <laughs> Lay off, brother. Um, I put soy sauce on my rice. Yeah, which is fine. But who the fuck's having soy sauce and rice at 2.55 in the morning? Probably heaps of people after like. Only now, people from from next week <laughs> yeah. when this goes live. <laughs> no one's having it for breakfast, but some people are probably eating it like true after, after a, a big night. night. Yeah, um, yeah. I, even the smell of soy sauce in the morning, like I don't know, I struggle with like that the savory stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was strange, but it was strange. Yeah. Um, and then the race. Yeah. Do we? Do you want to talk about that? Do you, or do yeah. Do you want me to just, I'll just bang through, through my week, week yeah. and then that way we can sort of finish on a big high of your race. Yeah. Um. So Sunday I had done that, yeah, the 90 minute run and I had, yeah, my knee sort of blew up in that, which sucked. Um. And I, yeah, it was the first time it sort of had hurt quite a lot for a few weeks like obviously this thing's been fucking dragging on for weeks mm. and I feel it every run sorry not weeks months it's been four months now on, on and off um, and yeah there's obviously something going on there so I had Monday I took Monday off and I thought fuck this is and it, funnily enough I, I wasn't stressed because in previous times I'd I'd be like oh fuck this is bad I'm, I'm, I have to have a day off you know like a prescribed day off in the week of the race um, but I was. I just thought, oh well, it was sort of sore before Launceston, and I had a really good race there, so I'll be fine. Um, I kept telling myself that. Went did the session with you on the Tuesday morning um, to try and run, do do some hard running, and it hurt in the warm up. I sort of got through the K's all right, like because it doesn't seem to hurt as hard running faster, um, or at least it didn't that day. Um, was and then, it like after the session? Though? Yeah, sore. It was yeah. sore. It was really sore, and I remember like remember being like, oh, "Fuck," um, but. I had started taking the Mobix again on that Monday. Um, and every single time the Mobix seemed to help after like three days. And I think, oh, fuck, the knee's like fixed. You know, not fixed, but the inflammation's gone. Um, but yeah, I had I had some good 
you know, good treatment. Um, Richie Johnson, who he was up here racing, he he was able to like fit me in real last minute, trying to trying to help do everything possible because um, he knew I had flared up. Like that when so the run on Wednesday, um, I was supposed to do an hour easy jog, and after like thirty minutes, I was like, this is seriously sore. And I was thinking, I just kind of te- kept trying to, obviously with all this, this stuff I'm trying to work on at the moment, I kept thinking, all right, well, that's today. Who knows what it's going to be like tomorrow. Don't think about the race. I'll be fine. Um, the Mobix will kick in and I'll be sweet. Um, but obviously, you know, if you can't run an hour on the Wednesday, like you can only get through 30 minutes and you're supposed to race a half marathon mm. three days later. It's it's a cause for concern, definitely. Um, and then Thursday was, yes, I got all, a lot of treatment Wednesday night, got taught how to strap it from, uh, M- Molly Sedell <laughs> yeah. on her Instagram. Actually. Um, yeah. So that's Richie. Richie said, Richie showed me how to do it. And he said, look, this is Molly Sedell has patellofemoral stuff. And she, that's yeah. why she uses yeah, that she tape. Yeah, she uses it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So he sort of taught me how to do that. Um, and yeah, look, they, th- the, he is Sean. Yoshi said the same thing. It's coming from some sort of instability in my hip. Um, really, really tight hips. It's a problem area for me. Um, I've been trying to do strengthening stuff. Um, but then also with like Launceston and and this race, since pretty much Sydney half or since my knee flared up, it's sort of been like on and off and then I like do gym and then, and then you know, it flares up and then I think, okay, I was doing too much gym, you know, with too much... Um, I was sort of overtraining there when I stressed out and then um, – <laughs> sorry, I've laughed there because Lo- Lockie Connell's making me <laughs> – he's trying to make me laugh. This this is hard uh, podcast studio. Yeah. studio. We've got with, distractions in this We've studio. got distractions in the studio. We've got Lockie Connell coming into the balcony to try and make me laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been pretty shit. But uh, yeah, Thursday I had the day off. Um, so that was just a travel day. And then Friday we did that run and how far was that? Uh, like half hour. Half hour yeah. and that hurt the whole time. Um, yeah, I could tell because you were like like kind of limping. Was I? Like yeah, not bad limping, but I could tell it was – you weren't running normal. It didn't feel – and I told you to slow down as well. Yeah, but I feel like you were also maybe pushing the pace a little bit probably because either testing it or like – yeah. Is it maybe a better pace for you? Yeah, that's what jogging. I was trying to yeah. do because I, I just explained this to because Col- Collison said, "Oh, you just jo- you just jog," you know, and I'm like, you know what? It hurts fucking more jogging. Yeah. Um. At least that's what I thought. And look, I've had, <laughs> I, I swear, I've got a Gold Coast curse. I don't believe in stuff like this, but it's like, in the last four years of Gold Coast, I've been injured. I've had a new injury that's come up on the week of the race. The last four yeah. years, um, last year obviously was cancelled. Uh, when I got the stressy, so it didn't really matter. But, you know, I was just like, nah, For come you, on. If this was is on, you're out. Yeah, yeah, I was out anyway. Um, and this year I was like, nah, this is my year. And yeah, just it's just shit being like, you know, going for the shakeout jog and the day before the race and you're in that much pain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was not, was not good. And then by Friday, to be honest, it what didn't affect me earlier in the week, but by Friday my stomach was getting fucked because I'd been on the Mobix for four or five days. And every, in previous times, I'd sort of, I think it's just now my body, because I've like had a Mobix for a week and then I go off them and then Mobix for a week go off. I'm like, that's not, it's no. not healthy. And they're prescription. They're pretty bloody strong. Um, and they weren't even helping. Yeah. Which, which really sucks. Um, yeah. So they didn't fix your knee and just made your stomach. It made my stomach so fucked. Uh, yeah. So 
that's pretty much it. Oh, look, I don't need to. Yeah, I don't need to go on about what sort of happened on the race. But look, I tried to do everything in the warm up. Uh, sorry, on the on the race day, um, tried to block it out and kept telling myself, "Nah, you'll you'll run good. Um, you'll you'll be able to, you know, have it have a good run." Um, but look, I, I vomited in the warm up mm. um, just because my stomach was so bad. I had to keep going to the toilet. And then I thought I was even like when I I stopped because we warmed up together and then you kept you like I'm turning back and you job probably just turned back with you. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep going because I was feeling so sick, but I wasn't trying. I didn't want to say anything. And then I just jumped up to a tree, had a little spew. And then I thought, okay, that's my bad luck for the race. <laughs> I've never spewed before ever. Like it's just something my, my guts were just so crook. Um, and then I thought, okay, well, that's my bad luck done. I've just done it and then I'll be fine. It was just so sore, you know, yeah, it, it sucks. Um, I think I was running out with you guys for the first four or five K and I just, yeah, when you just, you're trying to block it out and you know, like, oh, this, this feels good. And it would sort of almost disappear for like a minute and then it just comes back and like, or we go around like a slight corner and I'm like, oh fuck, that's sore mm. again. Um, it's just not what you want to be thinking about. Exactly. Like you want to like, be thinking about relaxing. Yeah. Like just, I don't mean. know, if, if it's hard, then just like trying to keep up, whatever. That's what for you want sure. to think about, knock on. Fuck my knees sore. Yeah, like, and, you tr- and I was tr- I was trying to block it out. And the thing is, like, I had a f- you know few like Richie Johnson. This video, he said he's like, oh look, you know, you just like um, slammed up with anti inflams. You you'll be fine. You probably won't feel it, but it's not like a fifteen hundred. You know, there's definitely athletes out there who might have an injury, and um, they've been told, you know, just have anti inflams, have the painkillers, you get through the heats, mm-hmm. you know, into the finals or something like that. It's a fucking half marathon. Exactly, you've got to race for an hour. So yeah, pretty much at 5k, I dropped myself off your the front group. I was like, this is not feeling good, but I didn't want to just pull out at 5k just like instantly. I was like, nah, reset, slow down, go. I was trying everything, you know? Mm. So I, sl- I just sl- turned around. I saw Tim Vincent's group maybe like 50 meters back. So I just jogged for a bit and then they came past and I sat on them, did that for like a k or two and then did the same thing for the third group. And then I was just like, all right, nah, this is stupid. So I just pulled out. Yeah. So. That's it. Disappointing. Yeah. It? Yeah. It sucks. Just got to get my body right because it's bullshit. You know, like it's, there's obviously a reason. There's no such thing. I don't believe in bad luck. Um, you, I could sit here and just be like, oh, you know, woe is me or it's always me or something like that. But it's like, no, there's a reason, you know, um, I, I need this. There's obviously something going on there. My, in, whether it's a, a weakness thing or instability or whatever it is, but I've got to get, got to get it sorted because otherwise I'm just going to, you know, I've never, uh, up until Sydney half, I never did DNF'd a race ever. And now in the last three races, I've DNF'd twice. Yeah. So, you know. So what's the plan now? Well, I'm supposed to run Sydney, this Sydney 10K in three weeks. And yep. I have a uh, Sunshine Coast half marathon in another month. And I have like these sort of race plans and, you know, I was supposed to do my first marathon at the end of this year. But to be honest, I'm not – I just said to Collis, I'm like, for me to get my body right, I need to not think about these races. And if if I suddenly am like training well and all that, then I'll, I'll do them for sure. But I'm not going to – if I – you know, I need to have, probably have a week off now to get the information out and then go do whatever I need to do, whether it's this gym stuff. Because, you know, Richie pretty much said to me and, and Yoshi, they're both like, look, they were getting me to this race. And then after, then we'll reset and try something new because it's not being fixed. Yeah. Um, you know, so – the annoying thing is I had a scan on it and it was my knee was structurally sound, like perfect. Yeah. So I have had surgery in this knee before with that weird plica injury, but I don't know. It's hard. Um, but yeah, just yeah. got to get First my First thing right. is getting it feeling better. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's it. It's right what you say though. Like 
if you said, oh, no, I've still got Sydney in three weeks, I want to do that. Yeah, I've like, made that mistake then, before. Exactly. Which is, that's good that, because that's like, we talked about this weeks ago, but that's yeah. kind of the attitude change you needed to. Definitely. Adapt to. And then, so you're doing that at least. Just, yeah. That's one, like I, yeah, I said, and Collis said the same thing to me. He just goes, look, you got to get your body right. Because just say like, imagine I, I don't, and I sort of, you know, have the hand flans and do, keep doing stuff. I get some treatment on it and it sort of semi fixes. And maybe at Sydney, I run pretty well. Like Launceston was like a good run for me. And it's like, yeah, great. And then say by Sunshine Coast, I'm pulling out again. Mm. And it's like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to get my body right, get fit again, and then start racing again. Yeah. So that's the plan. Yeah. It's a lot more fun when you're fit and pain-free. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So. definitely. No one no one like – I'm sure there's a lot of listeners here that have probably had fucking shockers. Everyone, it's a big, you know, major marathon um, and half marathon, and there's going to be a lot of listeners that have shockers. So, yeah, it happens at the elite. Yeah. In the yeah. elite side too. So Everyone just needs a reset and – yeah. Adjust your goals and definitely for something else. What you got to do. So now that that depressive talk is done, let's uh, kick into the good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah, my race was good. I um, I kind of after Launceston, I was tired for like a good week, and then I was like, oh, because you pushed so hard. Yeah, exactly. And I think the the wind as well, like, just made it even harder. He just Mm. smashed into the wind, and then so I was like, and everyone's like keeps talking about me trying to like break this yeah. all comers record and like I don't really care about it that much like I would like to get it but it's not it doesn't mean that much yeah. to me like I think my Australian record's better than that <laughs> yeah, so definitely um, but and people keep talking about like uh, Gold, Coast, Gold Coast Marathon they didn't don't, don't think no, that they don't, they do they they, they had the big write up of uh, Liam Adams and then yeah. it was you in the fine print like oh and by the way Brett's raising you much yeah, to go right you, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I would always see people that go are you going to get that record and I'm like to be honest I don't I'm not, don't want to go for it Yeah. in, in this race. I, like I have this race coming up. I have Sydney 10K in, in three weeks. I have uh, Sunshine Coast next month in the yeah. middle of August. So there's a lot of races. I don't want to put, be tired for 10 days after every single one. Yeah. So, and, that, and we know from, you know, like racing lots, when you race that hard, you will, something will go wrong yeah. or you're going to put yourself in a hole. Like yeah. if you went out with a pacer at, you know, 61 flat or 60, 30 to, you know, yesterday, Hey, you might have, it was pretty good conditions. You might have got it. But then, yeah, you're going to back up at Sydney and then do something exactly. similar there, or you're going to then back up. It's like, no, nah, eventually. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm about to start marathon training. So, yeah. like, I don't really want to smash myself, mm. go into that, and then now I'm, all, I'm tired in week one. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, I just decided I was coming here. I wanted to get the win, and yeah. that was the only thing I really cared about. Um, so I knew I didn't know who, who was going to push the pace. Like I knew with Liam and uh, you were pretty confident Ed. in the in the car on the way there. Remember the, the girl who drove us to the race site, and she said something, or maybe I made I made a joke, and I was like, I was like, we're trying to get in through like the where the police yeah, were yeah. escorting people, and I'm like, oh, you just say, oh, we got the winner in the car. Um, and then you were like, yeah, one of us will win. And yeah. it's like, you knew my lead in. So <laughs> you, knew, you, you knew like you're pretty much saying I'm going to win. <laughs> I, I was I was very confident that yeah. I would win. Like I don't think – I feel like my PB is two minutes quicker than yeah. everyone in the race. So like I should win. And I think if it's a slow race, that goes into my hands even, even more probably. Even, yeah. So uh, the worst thing I can do is try to run 61 minutes by myself, blow up, yeah. and then people beat me. So – uh, yeah, I was confident, but then the only, to be honest, I thought the only way you would maybe get beaten is if, um, if one, uh, one of the Japanese guys that we don't really know is just 
have some crazy day. Um, yeah. And then I thought another thing is maybe like Liam goes out really hard and you just having a shocker. And it's like when yeah. Liam, and you just, you know, someday you just don't have the legs. And I thought that was, to be honest, that was the only way. And they were minuscule chances, I thought. I thought you were going to win. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so my plan was just to sit behind. So the start off, Liam was like pushing the pace. Yeah. And it's like 830. What did we go through the first 3K? Like 839. Yeah. So like 253s. Yeah. And then, but yeah, it was like, it was funny because it was so dark as well. Yes. <laughs> so, and it feels quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like 251, 253, 252 was our first few Ks. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, maybe we're actually going to run like very quick here. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm like, I'm still just like happy to sit in. I don't really want to do much work and I'll just see what they want to do. But then, then we kind of started like slowing down, like get, getting higher 250s, three minutes. Like, yeah, from going eight, 8.39 and then we were like uh, 20, 29, 30. Did at, you notice the um, – I don't think you knew because I was sitting on you. So Liam was at the front and then it was you and Goddard and then I was – this is like on the maybe like the first – like 3k or two 3k and we dropped the like tim vincent's group fairly quick um and then the japanese guy came sprinting from their group to our group yeah so because i just was like it was just the four of us and then i heard like you know the footsteps come like up and he just came like he must have just attacked from the next group and gone no i want to get up there it was quite funny and he Um, blew a gasket in the end i think yeah he did didn't he um but yeah and then but it was it was I was feeling really comfortable. So we're running three minute Ks and I was like, this is like very comfortable. Yeah. I can, uh, like I'm not getting tired at all doing this. Um, so which, which all the, anyone who watched the live stream would have known, Brett was checking his watch regularly. And usually that's what uh, someone does when they're stressed and they're looking, oh fuck, what, what pace are we running and all that? Do you want to tell everyone what, <laughs> what you were doing? I was, I checked in my heart rate. It was like 165. So I was like, <laughs> Well under threshold, so I'm like, all right, let's see how long I can keep it under threshold. So I'm like trying to run as like comfortable as possible. Yeah. And then uh, I got to, yeah, we had like a few slow Ks and then, and then there's a few little inclines um, on the way back. So it was probably like 15 or so K. Yeah. Looking at, us, yeah, 16K. And then there was like a little incl- incline and I'm like, all right, let's just like test the boys a little bit. And I like pushed through there and then so my heart rate went over. So I got like a 20-meter lead and looked and it was like 175. So I'm like, all right, let's just back off a little bit. Like <laughs> I wanted to – so I wanted to get a gap, but then I wanted to keep my heart rate low. So it was really hard to do that. You're playing off the yeah. – at least you broke them so they couldn't sit on you. Straight yeah, away. exactly. And then I just kind of got that 30-meter lead or whatever it was and then I'm like, all right, let's just keep it at that. It's got to be such a confidence boost, hey. Yeah, and, I, and then I was like, all right, I'll get to – um, 20, uh, 20k or 19k and I'll see how fast I can run in, yeah. like well I'll just pick it up for a bit so like I ran 253 for that that k as well yeah from, um, from 19 to 20 or yeah, tw- yeah. 19 to 20 just so yeah I just, I'll just kind of increase a little bit and then I got to in the 21st k I kind of like started chilling a bit and just I was kind of enjoying it with the crowd and stuff yeah. like it's a pretty loud finish it was uh, yeah, I, was, I was like surprised. Like yeah. I actually didn't really, because I've never done this race, so mm. I didn't know like the finish. You go through the shoot and stuff. And yeah, you came around the corner. There was heaps of people and gave out some high fives and stuff. Yeah, um, you are. So what? I pulled out at like seven k. So you've got fourteen k to go, and I was waiting for the like medical van because they said they would drive me back, and they just never came. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna have to like walk jog back. And 
I had to, I kept stopping at the, the toilet because my guts was so crook. And then I was like, no, surely in my mind, I was going to get back, put on my warm clothes and then go to the finish and watch, you know, you come through and like, you beat me there. Yeah. You like, I was, I was still like 2k from home before you came through. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's already been an hour. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. And you would looked you looked super smooth. Um, we was funny looking back on the on the live stream, doing the uh, we're watching with Sean and Lockie and taking the piss out of you in a good way. But you, uh, for anyone that watched the live stream, they would have seen it was after you dropped Liam and uh, and Ed. You scratched your head yeah, on the yeah. camera, and I just I just sort of thought, and no one said anything, and I went, "Hang on, you just scratched your head." Then I go. Your head wasn't itchy. <laughs> you've you've thought while you're running, you've thought, "Fuck, I'm doing this so easy. How can I show to the camera that this is so easy?" And you literally just scratched your head. It's so <laughs> good. such a good thing. Like, oh, I wonder what I'm having for dinner tonight. Uh, it is like a little thing to just kind of like, I don't know, so that other people see. Yeah, yeah you're just, just like, like he's just doing, doing this. Doing just chill. Like, I, I do it a little bit. Like, I kind of look around and, yeah. and at things, and like, I'm sure that they can tell I'm looking around. Yeah. And Ed Goddard tries to do it where he like tries to speak to you. Yeah. But he's like so out of breath, he can't understand <laughs> you anyway. And you're like, can you repeat that? He's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like you're like, you're like, oh, I could have a conversation with you, but yeah, I just don't yeah. really want to. <laughs> um, but no, it, it felt really comfortable. I. So it was much easier than Launceston. Yeah. Because it, it was much easier. So, and the whole time, like, I was like, it was good practice for me for yeah. a marathon because I was literally at like kind of like 12, 13, 14K. I'm like, this feels like mar- a marathon for me right now. Yeah. Like I feel like I can do this for two hours. Yeah. Um, and then that's why I was like kind of kept looking at my heart rate because I'll just see if I can keep it kind of at that rhythm, um, which would be more of a, a marathon rhythm. So yeah. I, yeah, I think that for me has to be close to my marathon pace. Like I don't, like I think I can... Going off that yesterday, I think I can run like two oh seven. Yeah. Um You did and, you and this know, is like, right? obviously I'll get obviously I couldn't do it right now because For sure. I haven't done the training, I haven't done really done many long runs. But you also by yourself, like for, for a lot of that and or there's just two guys. It's like imagine there's another few like, you know, a couple of seconds of K sitting on a big pack, pace yeah. pack yeah. as well. But like, yes, yeah, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting into marathon training get into London Marathon. Hopefully we've got a group going, I don't know, three minute Ks or yeah. three or twos or something. And I can just just sit kind of run like that. Relax. Like that was the most re- relaxed I've ever raced as well. Like I usually kind of push the pace early or like yeah. or make big moves or something yeah, like you that. Do, where do this that. one I was like, nah, let's just conserve as much energy energy as possible. Feel as good as possible and yeah. and get through it and which Definitely is what you, how I have to run a marathon as well. Like, yeah. I think I attack a marathons, which you can't really do. The, ma- the marathon will win if you try and yeah. attack it. Yeah. Whereas so, you sort of have to be its friend and like yeah. just yeah. relax into stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely good practice. No problem with stitches. So Not even a slight no, feeling of it? No. no All so. the fucking three hours of mobility you do before every run is paying <laughs> yeah. off. I, um, I thought it was funny. I spoke to some, I forget who it was, but they're... They were like, well, it could have been someone at the at the shakeout run that we did on the Saturday um, after the race. Someone might have said, um, oh, did you hear? Like, Ed Goddard was only five seconds behind him. And it's like, you've obviously slowed. You know when people say that? And it's like, you've slowed down. You're, you're celebrating. You know, And Ed's like pushing, pushing, pushing. And it's like, look, Ed had a great run. But I think, yeah, if at any point, you know, say like rain, it would have been interesting. Say like Rainer was with you, and like the last three k, you guys had a race, and it's like how much you would have put into third. Yeah, exactly. If that, if like, that happened, yeah, it's like you just did what you needed to do. Yeah, and like I think when I went at like sixteen k or fifteen k, like I, I I don't know what that last five k was. Like 
1440 or something. Yeah. I'm just doing quick math. But like, <laughs> I reckon I could run 14 flat. Yeah. It, 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 probably faster. Yeah. If I go, all right, let's really see what I can run. So, yeah. um, so then instead but you of just putting, didn't need, you didn't, you yeah. don't need to. And now, like, and, the, but then, and what's that going to get me? Yeah. It's going to get me a, a 62 30. Yeah. And then I'm going to be stuffed. Yeah. You can't really days, train so. today. You probably yeah. won't be able to, you're like, you'll be able to back up and go to hard training on yeah. Tuesday, won't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I plan to do a session on Tuesday. So. Yeah. Whereas you couldn't, you couldn't do that after long session. No. You, you were cooked. So, so it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting how that sort of worked out. Yeah. I said to you after the race, I said, fuck, I would have probably, because Gold Coast is such a big event, big crowd and all that. I'm mm. like, fuck, I would have preferred to have my Launceston performance here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably pull out a Lon- Lonnie and do this one here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a big day for me. I, cause then we had the shakeout. So I did a little warm down. Um, like, yeah. Did you jog? Cause we got, obviously you had presentation and stuff. So and yeah. we were what, six, five K from the Southport, like the race site to the shakeout. Yeah. So I did like a 10 minute warm down, did the presentation and then jogged from the finish line to the shakeout, which yeah. was four and a half K. Yeah. Then did like four K shakeout. shakeout. So it was like a 35 K day. Marathon session. That's yeah. Good. You, lo- you looked pretty, you looked pretty cooked uh, when we we're getting a coffee after the shake. Yeah. shake. I thought it was just you being mentally drained, talking to people because you're, <laughs> you're an introvert and you're like, oh shit. But uh, yeah. You but did. I, um, I was, it was funny when I did my first little warm down, like I was like my hips and stuff always like so stiff yeah. and I was like stiffen up. I can barely run. And then, uh, doing the next one to, to the back to surface, I was like, started off pretty bad. I had my backpack on as well. Then by the end, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually starting to feel kind of nice. And then during the actual shakeout, I felt good again. Yeah. So. Well, we were laughing cause I didn't do the full shakeout run. Obviously I was in too much pain. Um, and it was stupid. So I, I, I sort of ran when Riley was taking photos because I sort of walked and I was talking to a few people. And then when Riley was taking photos, I did like a hundred meter little jog. Um, so it looked like I was a part of it. And we were la- laughing with some of the people. I'm like, look at Brett. Can't help himself. He's fucking on the front of this run. It's like, you know, on a pulse run on a Wednesday. It's like, Brett, you're supposed to be mingling with everyone and you're just at the front pushing the pace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm at the, uh, walking through trying to introduce myself to everyone. And <laughs> I push it at a pace so people like can't quite have a conversation. So it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was good. A lot, a lot of chats on that run. But um, but yeah, good, good, good day for me. Good day, Happy. good win. Yeah. Unfortunately, the prize money was cut in half. Yeah, I know. It that hurts. Sucks. It hurts, but yeah, it's um good. A uh, road race I hadn't run, so good to get another one, another win on the. That's on right. The board. So. Good job. So Jess Hull interview coming up now. Um, yeah. Once again, sorry that we we're a bit grim. The uh, the poison floor headaches are to blame for that one. So. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully Jess was in really good spirits, and she she definitely lifted lifted uh, the show. She's a happy person, and I think always easy to speak to, and yeah, energetic. She it's, she was she was great. She uh she she listens as well, so which is good. She might she might listen back, and then yeah, I reckon when she's back in Australia, we'll have to get her like in a proper definitely whole episode one definitely because they are they're very hard to um we have always said this when they're on like Zoom, it's just it's far. Far more harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that make right? sense. I don't know. I'm getting distracted by the beautiful anyway, ocean views. Enjoy the uh, interview. Enjoy it. Uh, on this week's interview is uh, Jess Hull all the way from Portland. How are you doing, Jess? I'm good. 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 Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate the invite. I've been no uh, listening to it since Sonia recommended you guys 
back yeah, in so, Sonia's February. Yeah, so. Sonia's a big fan. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so good on her for getting you on it as well. So I know we, we were speaking to Matt Ramsden at, um, and he was at World Indoors with you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. We spent a couple of days in Yeah. Paddington. He was messages going, oh, yeah, Jess loves the podcast. And then yeah. so we're like, all right, we've got to get her on. And then. We, we also we thought Rambo's of, full of shit. We yeah, said, exactly. Maybe, you know, Rambo <laughs> talks a lot of shit. And then you, you might have mentioned, oh, d- is that that podcast I've seen on Instagram? Oh, that one, yeah. And Rambo obviously <laughs> takes that as, yeah, you're obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was still hanging out for his invite too. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> he's banned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know Jess, I'm pretty sure everyone does anyway, but, like, you have three Australian records, the 1500, 358, the 3K, 836, and the 5K, 1443. Um, is your 5K road an Australian record? Do you know? Uh, no, no. Benita's still got that one. Yeah, I think okay. she broke 15, yeah. Did she? Wow. wow. Yeah, okay. um, Yeah, so that's three, I don't know, pretty good records that have yeah been broken in the last few years. And plus, you've just got a few um, top three finishes at Diamond Leagues. Yeah, uh, in Doha and Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was um, that was some pretty good results, especially that fifteen hundred. That was a, yeah. a really good run. Um, <laughs> so yeah, absolutely fine and coming right at the right time. What are you wanting to do at World Champs and Com Games? Yeah, so I think we'll find out later this week, um, yeah. Monday maybe. But I'm hoping to run the fifteen and the five in Eugene. Yeah, um, yeah. and then just the fifteen hundred at Com Games. So. Uh, waiting on 100% confirmation, but that's my ideal kind of month ahead. So, yeah. Yeah, it would be pretty um, special for you, uh, like racing Eugene, like going to college there, um, kind of a bit of a home track. So that will be pretty cool. Be cool. Yeah. yeah, big time. I mean, every time I get to go back there and race, it's uh, pretty cool. Even just sometimes I can head down there for a long run and link up with the current team, and it's just like it always feels so nice to just be in Eugene. So, It'll be pretty cool to have home ground world championship advantage, maybe. So yeah, we'll see. That new stadium is pretty sick, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's fast too. I don't know if you guys caught any of the American trials today, but it's a fast track. Yeah, <laughs> well, sp- the sprinters have been flying, flying in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then your your teammate Sinclair just won mm-hmm. the fifteen hundred, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so, Sinclair just made her first team, so that's yeah. like super exciting day and I'm sure everyone down in Eugene is celebrating that one. So yeah. first team, um, first US title, but it's been a long time coming and she'll get many more. So very proud. Um, so women's 1500 meter running at the moment's kind of gone to a crazy level. Like it's th- the top three all time. You, um, Lyndon Hall, Lyndon Hall, and Abby George Caldwell Griffith. and George, yeah. Yeah. All running yeah. around at the same time. Like, that kind of must be pushing each other, I think, to, I guess, with that depth, like you, you kind of, to be the best, you have to start running fast and running national records. Like what do you think soon, like you girls will be running like in the 355 kind of range? Yeah, I think uh, it's probably possible to see that this year. I mean, um, I think if you look at the way Georgia ran when she ran in Rabat, I think she's got a couple more seconds and Lyndon is so experienced, so she's going to come through and make a good charge as we run championship season. And then Abby, she's the next generation that kind of she's already there and um, she's learning from all of us that are currently a bit older than her, but she's performing with class and um, keeping us on our toes to 
if we want to make teams over the next few years, she's going to make it pretty tough for us. So I think, yeah, uh, yeah it's going to, I think we'll times. see that Australian record get really fast. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it'll get broken a few times. Um, definitely. So, and what's your like preferred event, the 15 or the 5K? Uh, definitely the 15. 15 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Only takes four minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the five, and every time I kind of think about like leaving it behind for a season and like trying to get my eight hundred better, um, I just like I don't want to do that. So yeah, yeah. what is it? I like PB? it, but I'm not. Uh, I think it's like two or three high, so yeah. it's not not very impressive, and it doesn't really correlate to my fifteen. So yeah. better have a crack at one maybe later this year. Yeah. Time reset that. <laughs> yeah. sure. um, so, do you want to take us through maybe a training week, a typical training week of what you do? Um, be yeah. interesting to see like the difference, I guess, because you're in the American, like kind of an American group. So, it is a little bit different to an Australian group. Yeah. So, um, do we all go for our weeks here? Is this what? Uh, no, so, we'll just go you. We'll just go you on this one. Okay. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, so um, this week was, I kind of, I don't really have a traditional seven-day cycle. I just kind of go off a sequence of um, getting, making sure I'm touching bases of everything each week and getting a long run in every nine to ten days. So um, it was this Monday I did a threshold run. Um, so for me, that can be like four or five miles, uh, six and a half to eight K kind of thing. Um I did have my threshold actually like tested on the treadmill um, when I was home in May. So I think that kind of confirmed some things that Sonia had been seeing where she thought we were maybe tempoing a bit too fast for like it to be true tempo. So now it's like one of them sessions that like doesn't intimidate me of like, oh my gosh, I mean, I go to the world for 20 minutes today. It's like, I was nope, going to say, tempo, a, there's nothing done. worse if it was the if it was the opposite where you find out you've been yeah. doing too slow and you're like, oh, now I have to rally an extra few seconds of K every every session. Yeah. When you're doing threshold um, right, it's actually kind of nice. Like you can kind of get in yeah. the rhythm and switch off where you're not actually hurting too much. It's just kind of like a long kind of steady where, yeah, yeah if you're going a bit so hard, many people it's just threshold like, too fast. Yeah, it's just like a race and it's just you don't want to be doing that on a Monday morning. Yeah. No, exactly. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) no. And it's just one of those sessions now where it's like you flush kind of the junk out and then you feel better going into the next session. So, um, yeah, that was my Monday. Did a threshold uh, four miles and some hills. Uh, And it was actually good. I got to link up with Charlie for some of that because he needed a really, really soft tempo and I needed like to do a true tempo. So it was actually pretty good pacing for the both of us. Surely yours and his paces aren't that different anyway. I don't see him being the most fit <laughs> guy. <laughs> I mean, I think he was coming off. He kind of raced a lot of back-to-back 800s over a couple yeah. of weeks and um, hadn't trained a whole ton. So it was more like a reintroduction to some aerobic stuff for him and then like a true threshold for me. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. Pete tries to mix and match us as much as he can. So, yeah. That's good. Um, then I was... I always double and I double most days. So Can I did a 30-minute run in the afternoon. When you said you did hills, did you do the tempo mm-hmm. over hills or did you finish with hill efforts or something? No. So we do the tempo on the track, yeah. um, which, I mean, that sounds pretty boring to a lot of people. It does. But <laughs> Real <I> actually, boring. <laughs> <laughs> I find it really hard to go and tempo off the track now because it's just like you kind of always know how far into it you are when you're on the track. Um, so then when I kind of, 
go off the track, it's like, oh, this is dragging on a lot. Um, so, and then I just did six by 30 second hills on Nike campus, which um, is a pretty like gradual gradient. It's not a challenging hill really. It's more just reinforce the good form. Um, and then like, uh, just like the way we use it is like, it would be like 31 track effort for okay. 200. Yeah. So it's not like a 200 meter hill in 31 seconds, but it's like <laughs> yeah. that effort. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, I just was uh, got a couple of meters head start on Charlie on those and um, try and stay relaxed as he's trying to munch me down. You can hear his footsteps coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, 30 minutes in the afternoon. Um, Tuesday, I ran for an hour in the morning and 30 minutes in the afternoon. Um, Now, Wednesday for me was a 1500 session. What sort of pace do you do your easy running? Like just those aerobic hour aerobic running? Mostly around like 4.30 now. Okay. Um, I used to run a lot quicker, um, but it was probably like putting me in a bit of a hole. So I've yeah. slowed them way down. Another one of Sonia's influences was kind of just turn my GPS off and just run mm-hmm. to minutes. Um, so now I, I don't turn the GPS off because then I at least know the mileage on it, but um, I don't look at the pace or the distance. I just go, I'm going for 60 minutes right now. So I always kind of know how far I've got left to go based on the minutes. Um, and then I'm sure Brett's run around Nike before. He knows the GPS can be a, a little bit out mm. around here with just the trees and stuff. So um, just running for an hour straight and then 30 minutes for most of my, like when I'm just running easy, that's just my standard stuff now. So, yeah. Um, do you ever run with Coco? Because she wouldn't run <laughs> uh, No. So from my first altitude camp with Coco, like day one, Pete called me and he says, now I don't run with Coco. And yeah. I was thinking, like, what? We just became teammates. Like, we're going to be friends. Like, what do you mean don't run with her? And he's like, just trust me, don't run with her. And I was like, okay. And then I sort of seen I was coming back from a run as she's heading out. And I was like, ah, that's what he meant. It's like she's taking off sprinting down yeah. the street. And I was Smoke like, coming okay. out of the shoes. <laughs> like, Nick was saying the same yeah. thing to me, messaging me saying, don't run with Coco. Because yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm sure I'm fitter than her. I was like, and I did run with her a few times and I ended up, I was tired. So <laughs> got put in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> but she also, no. she's so funny because she's like, she's like, oh, I don't use GPS. So I don't know what I run. But then she's always goes, yeah, I run four minute Ks. She doesn't. Runs like no. 340s. <laughs> yeah, she runs and she just makes it look so easy too. Yeah, so, so fast. I definitely... Recovery jogs, I know I've learned my lesson there. Don't run with Coco. So Wednesday for me this week was a 1500 session. So I just did um, pretty standard 10 by a quarter um, on the track and had some pretty good recovery in the middle of that. It was two sets of five. Um, come back in the afternoon for 30 minutes again. Um, Thursday for me was just two 30-minute runs in the morning, in the afternoon. Um, and then Friday I did a speedy session for me, which is like, I did a hard 600 at the start. Um, and then came back with some short, quick four times 200, 150. Um, so pretty short. It's like only two Ks of kind of work there, but it's just like a lot faster than I would probably run it most times of the year. It's like just a, we're getting close to championship season. So trying to, trying to sharpen up as much as I can. I don't have that that real quick turnover, like some, um, 800 side of the 1500 girls do. So, uh, yeah. And then today I, I ran 30 minutes again in the afternoon after that session. Um, and then this morning for me, I did my long run. So that's a Saturday here and it was like 90 minutes, um, 14 miles at like, I think it was 
about four oh three per k. So okay, so you do going get a little bit quicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just sort of um, just try and be a little bit more solid on this one, but not like uh, breathing hard or anything. Just stay. Are you stay running relaxed? Like, was, like getting down to like three forty, three fifty sort of thing, or it's more you run the whole thing at about four minute pace. I ran about the whole thing at four minute pace. Yeah. So kind of get out the door at that pace and then just sort of stay there. So um, it was pretty hot today too. So it was more of a, I wasn't really thinking about pace. I was just like trying to make it feel as easy as it could for as long as it could thinking. I don't want to like spend the last 20 minutes hating this run. Sure. <laughs> it's like I've overcooked myself. So yeah, I just kind of uh, four minute, four or five kind of effort most yeah. of the way. Um, and then tomorrow I just have one easy run um, in the afternoon. So I sort of sleep in a bit, recover from the big week and then, um, go and run when I feel like it in the afternoon. So that'll probably be a bit later tomorrow because, uh, Ravens 800 is around 1 PM here. So I'll be watching that before I head out for that run. Um, and then yeah, get ready for a 5k type of session this coming Monday. So that's, uh, kind of what the eight to nine day cycle we're working on looks like. Is there a kind of a weekly, kilometer goal or mile goal that you're trying to hit or it's just too yeah. hard to because of the cycle is too hard to yeah it's actually it's pretty it doesn't really matter where I'm at in the cycle kind of like Monday to Sunday I end up running anywhere between like 75 and 80 miles so yep. like 120 to 130 I think that is in case yep. um and it just kind of because I've figured out like the groove of the easy days are either like 60 30 or 30 30 for the two runs um it's just like the mileage sort of always ends up being around that um, unless I kind of get a seven-day stretch that doesn't include the long run. It might be a little bit lower. But other than that, it's um, usually pretty high still. So, yeah. Are you doing um, like strength or any sort of stuff to, you know, um, on the side of the running? Like whether it be cross-training, yeah. strength conditioning, anything? Uh, it's not cross training yeah. <laughs> at the moment, at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do some. I do lift three times a week. So after our like session days, um, whether that's the tempo, fifteen hundred session, or some speed work, I am in the gym three times a week uh, for about probably seventy five to ninety minutes. Those sessions are so they're pretty solid as well. Um, and then on the easy days, I just have some of my like ancillary stuff with just like core and um, band work to kind of keep everything moving and activated and feeling good. Yeah. Just the like prehab side, prehab side of things. Do you do the band um, exercise that Grant Fisher does? <laughs> with a, have you seen that with the hands? <laughs> no. oh. I have seen yeah. that one. It went viral. <laughs> it did. But uh, <laughs> that's not on uh, Dave McKenzie's yeah. uh, list of exercises yet. <laughs> so, yeah, you are doing it with Dave? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been pretty lucky. I've uh, worked with him for like going on sort of seven years now. Really? I used uh, Oregon track and field contracts him as well. So okay. I kind of was pretty familiar with him before I even joined Pete's group. So oh, yeah, he's really uh, definitely the secret to my durability right now. That's for sure. Is Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he's great. I went and saw him um, a couple of months ago um, just yeah. about like my stitch problem I'm having and yeah, I thought he was, he was really good, a really smart guy. So yeah, um, super smart. Yeah. He's, uh, he's seen it all in track and field. So yeah. yeah. Um, are you feeling any difference with that? Like slowing your long run, oh, sorry, your easy runs down to four thirty. Like are your sessions getting better or are you just feeling fresher? Yeah. Uh, both actually, like my sessions got a lot better. I think, um, in the fall, like October, November, December, 
I was sort of chasing some fitness. And the first thing that we all do kind of when we're hitting panic is probably start yeah. sprinting the easy days. Mm-hmm. So then Never my left. sessions are like, <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Because like I would say I probably, my like November, December, even besides like one or two sessions in January, they, my sessions were all like extremely mediocre. And it was like when we looked at the big picture, what I was doing was like I was cooking myself yeah. in between and I was hammering my long run, which was then like I'm still not recovered by Tuesday when we would line up for like in the fall when we were only doing two sessions a week. Like if I was sprinted my long run on Sunday, I was still pretty cooked on Tuesday. Yeah, it takes a while. So it was like I'd weeks. have a bomb, yeah, I'd bomb the session on Tuesday and then like Friday session I'd be like, probably not so well as well because like Wednesday I was running too fast because I didn't run fast enough on Tuesday. So definitely um, following the easy days. <laughs> Vicious cycle that like when you're in it, you kind of just like, this is just what I have to do to get fit. And then kind of once you see the light and you see kind of like a week or two of like progress of feeling like fitter and feeling fresher in the sessions, you're like, oh, what, why haven't I been doing this exactly. the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah, and it's not like you like you're still running at a, like a, a good pace that you, like, that you get yeah. a bit of an effort. You're not just like walking around on runs. Yeah, you're so. not rolling out seven-minute yeah, exactly. pace. Still, yeah, yeah. Seven-minute Ks, <laughs> I should say. I actually heard, yeah, seven-minute miles <laughs> is about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually heard Jess Trengrove like refer to it as like an easy run should kind of feel like a massage and like just like you get the blood flowing. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is wow. probably – Spot yeah. on there. So, yeah, sort of just relied on that, especially the last few weeks when we've been hitting the intensity of the sessions a lot harder. So it's like sometimes I'm Kenyan shuffling out the door and uh, yeah. feeling good after about 20 minutes. Talking about <laughs> massage, do you, are you getting like regular treatment and physio? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we kind of like uh, two a week is yeah. Pete's rule of thumb here. So kind of just wherever I am in the world, if I, I have a great therapist here in Portland and then um, I've got a family friend and um she's involved in track and field at home vicky who works on me and keeps me healthy when i'm in australia so yeah just try and keep that in the routine for sure um one of the craziest things i don't know if you know this joel but um pete their coach doesn't live in portland he lives in <laughs> wow. denver is that right or yeah okay. yeah he, he flies in, <laughs> in to watch their sessions yeah, he doesn't, he's not here all the time, but the last month he's been here the whole time because yeah, yeah. um, it's like crucial time of the year and his first trip, he's heading back to Denver at the end of the meet tomorrow for two nights and I think, um, yeah, it's different. Like, I think we all love having him around all the time because it's like when, uh, right now, everyone's kind of doing different workout days of what, like, suits their racing schedule. So it's kind of, if you swing by the track at 10 a.m., you see him every day at the moment, which is so yeah, so wow. different to what we're used to, but it's great. I'd love to know <laughs> yeah. what his frequent flyer points are like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think in 2019, which is probably like the most normal year we've had prior to COVID, um, since COVID began, uh, he had more frequent flyer points than my agent. And my agent is that everything wow, around yeah. the world. So it's like, yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> They rack them up. Jeez. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when Coco was like explaining, like he'll fly up for a session and then yeah. like, do, watch the session the next day, fly back home, <laughs> or, or they might stay yeah. for two days and then fly back home. It was like, yeah. Or so like last, last yeah, summer, I, he had us training in three different places. So he would like literally see the session and then we head out for cool down and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to the airport. So wow. <laughs> just on to the next stop. So yeah, because yeah, some of us need altitude, some of us don't. So he moves around us. Do you need altitude? Um, <laughs> I was supposed to come to Flag in April, and I kind of 
like I was enjoying my time at home too much and I just felt really settled. So I was like, I want to stick around in Australia. Um, so then we were like, okay, well, you've got to go up in June. And I was like, no, nah, I don't know that I have to go up. <laughs> I have think, you been um, to like Flagstaff yeah, and stuff? I haven't been to Flag, but I did spend a lot of time in Park City last summer. So I liked Altitude and I like the, I get, I definitely get a lot out of it, but it's more, especially when you're driving down to like lower for the sessions, I just found like the logistics of it was probably what was more like tiring than actually yeah, being at Altitude. Sure. It was like your days are just so long, yeah. especially some when you go into the gym. Yeah. yeah. Like, and um, <clears throat> I found like when it was hot as well, like I was getting up really early, yeah. driving down. And then, yeah, it's just like you spent all day and in the car yeah. and just, yeah. And if you're yeah. like a little bit sore, then you like doing, spending like two and a half hours yeah. in the car, like in <laughs> the whole worse. day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I just do felt like, that, uh, but, but then I also, felt like we'd sustain it a bit better if I just like stayed close to Portland. <laughs> yeah. 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 felt like the, wouldn't get as cumulative fatigue as I did last year. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it like having Sonia around? Uh, it's awesome. She's done everything. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't matter like what you like, what kind of question you have or like what you're thinking about something like she just like she's done it. She's experienced it. She has some good advice. So like down to like little things like we wouldn't think about like uh, sort of planning travel onto um, I came from Madrid to Teddington in March and I was like figuring out my flight path and stuff. And she's like, well, if you get the 1 p.m. flight, they're going to take you to the airport at 10 a.m. So you're probably not going to have time to run. And I was like, no, like I wouldn't have even thought about mm, that. True. Like, so she's just like, just fly later in the afternoon. doesn't matter what time you get to Teddington. And I'm like, yeah, like just like little things that she's done and figured out around like over her career is like, she's so willing to hand it on now. And um, she's also very relaxed. Like nothing yeah. really rattles her. So she's just a great person chill. to have around on race day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she can find a good coffee shop also. <laughs> oh, yeah, she can. Just, no matter she where you are, she knows where the, the good coffee is. But, and and, and she doesn't stop training too. Irish network. Yeah. No. She's yeah. always right. running or like on gone on a bike I was going to ask that. Does or, she ever, does she jog with you yeah. much? Not directly with yeah. us, but usually um, she's warming up kind of, she's usually running when we're warming up and then, um, heading to the track in time to start the session for us to be on the stopwatch. But um, the other morning we were jogging around Nike and um, Emily Infeld was actually running with us. And she sort of like Sonia was on the other side of the big grass field. And um, Emily's like, damn, she's still like, she's got better form than me. Like she's <laughs> yeah. rolling down that sideline. <laughs> so, uh-huh. And Sonia, we told Sonia that. And she's like, yeah, I was really focused on it because I seen you guys on the grass. <laughs> and once you got out <laughs> of vision. Flag stuff. When we were in Flagstaff, people were doing like drills and like plyometrics and stuff and, and she's down there doing them with us and like yeah. trying Good to jump her. off the thing. But uh, her vertical jump probably isn't what it used to be. I reckon she was getting about three centimetres <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> but she's but still I mean, trying. In the gym work though, some of that, like her pull-ups and everything, she could leave us for dead really? in those still. Like yeah. I sort of see her do some of these little things and I'm like, She's showing us up, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah she well, still kills it. <laughs> we're definitely going to have to get her on the podcast at some point. Yeah. Uh, 100%. <laughs> um, how did you decide on Union Track Club? Because at the time, it was actually Oregon Project. And yeah. there was kind of, I think Alberto was like the head coach and he was like going through yeah. an investigation. And I don't know, it's kind of like a strange time, I guess, for the group. Um, yeah. What kind of drew you to that? I... We're seeing what Coco was doing on the global stage and I was like, I want to train with her. 
that was kind of my thing. Was it's like funny. You want to train with her, but first week, Pete's like, <laughs> yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we can mix and match the sessions, but if I want to actually recover between the sessions, I can't jog with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like, yeah, I sort of seen what she was doing and we were around the same age and things. And I was just like, I if I want to be as good as she is, like I want to go and train with her, which she's only just in Portland. And I, I was pretty keen to stay in the US. Um, I love Oregon. So it was just kind of like perfect kind of setting. And then um, when once we kind of like expressed some interest, uh, they were interested. So it just kind of took off from there. But definitely Coco was like the draw card for me it was like, she is doing what I want to do. So like, I want to go and train with her. Yeah. yeah. And I guess since then, like a lot of more good girls have come to the group. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a really good group at the moment. So yeah. It, without Coco, it's still, um, yeah, like it's a good group that you can jog, girls you can jog with as well, which is handy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's people you can do everything with, um, even the guys and things too. Like uh, it's Donovan might not run as much volume as us, but he'll happily jog with us, or even some of our longer reps overlap with the kind of strength work he needs. So yeah, um, yeah, there's someone for like pretty much everything you're doing all week, which is pretty awesome. So yeah, there's one a, thing. It's a great little team about your group is like everyone has a very individualized program like and it will be like doesn't matter if the group's majority group's training on tuesday if it's better for you to train on wednesday you're training wednesday by yourself it doesn't matter um yeah do you do you like that and like do you find i don't know that you are benefiting benefiting from that and coming into like world champs like are you confident that you're doing all the right things for like those tactical races yeah, definitely. I think it's um like it's definitely very individualized. And I think probably like the best example of that is that Sinclair and I have both run three fifty eight and like we've trained together since pre Fontaine, we've only trained together twice because yeah, like wow. she's had to she's had to taper for USAs, um, and then like I need to also hit the three K, five K zone a fair bit and then just sprinkle in the fifteen hundred work. So it's like very individualized um but we have enough like of us on the team to kind of make sure that everyone's kind of overlapping where they can but if it means being solo or just solo with a pacer um which is a bit easier for the women the women can bring in paces easier than the men can um it's not many men that can kind of pace done of embrasure but it's uh (laughs) so it's yeah especially this time of year it's very very specific to what each athlete needs um and then in the fall we kind of overlap way more because it's just like you need to get that base fitness in and um whether you like it or not you got to do the miles in october november december to be able to run fast at this time of the year so uh it's a bit more specific and individualized as the season kind of goes for sure yeah now you're um getting married in december (laughs) yes i am yeah so one thing obviously your fiance daniel he's still living in wollongong is that right yeah yeah, at the moment, yeah. So how do you yeah. find that? Like obviously that's a massive sacrifice in uh, you know, yeah. your professional running career being apart from your fiancé for so long. Yeah, for sure. I mean the last 12 months has been pretty good because uh, he was able to come as soon as they opened the border in November, he was able to come here. Yeah. So um, they just he had – one time my season was done in August, he applied for an exemption and they kept denying him. So – Pretty much as soon as they opened the border, he came here. Um, and like he was really well received by like Pete and the team. Pete's met him before, but he hadn't met some of my new teammates. Um, 
he ended up coming through to camp with us in February. So felt like he was more like basically a teammate. So yeah, I think well, that was I heard he's the most to... popular person in, on the team. <laughs> like yeah, I think Craig so. <laughs> was saying he loves him. Yeah, I think uh, it was funny the other day, Donovan was saying something about like, um, he was like, oh, just three weeks. And I was thinking, oh yeah, three weeks to Worlds. And he's like, and I was like, yeah, we'll be in Eugene in three weeks. And he's like, no, no, Daniel will be there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, does, you're does right. Does he do any running? <laughs> um, he can help me out with a bunch of 200s. Um, but if it's an easy day, he'll grab the bike and just come with me for the, yeah. for the company, but not the running side. So, sure. um, when he's here, like when he was here in Portland, he kind of got into it a little bit, just like, uh, Hollister trail, just that one and a half mile loop. He would just go out there and run one lap or so. Um, but now he's not super into the running, but if I need him to help me out, like if I'm training solo at home and there's a wicked headwind or something, he'll do his best to kind of at least block the wind for me. Good man. <laughs> um, but otherwise, he's there as like number one supporter. So, yeah, he's he's blended in with us all very, very well. Um, but I think that was part of why I wanted to spend a bit more time at home in April was it had just been so long since we'd both been in Australia at the same time that I was just like, I feel like I'm going to get as much out of being like settled at home right now with him um, as I would out of an altitude camp. So I think just kind of recognizing when I need to kind of prioritize being in the same place just for like all around health, mental health, physical health. Um, yeah, just kind of knowing that when I need to be around him, um, I can make that work. And that's because Pete's pretty flexible. He knows I'll, I'll train wherever I am. So yeah, I think going forward, we're going to try and spend a lot more time in the same place. So yeah, I might be spending a bit more time in Wollongong. <laughs> yeah, Wollongong is a pretty good place to train. Like Ryan Gregson ran 331, yeah. Yeah. running up and down Bulleye. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, not a bad spot to train yeah. on the South Australian place. records yeah. come from mm-hmm. there. So um, uh, yeah, if you want to get more specific, they come from Abbey Park Little Athletic yeah. Park. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, all right, thanks, Jess, for all this. It's been uh, great. Good Thank luck so much, at, yeah. at World Champs and Com Games. Mm-hmm. I think so. World Champs hasn't been announced yet, has it? Uh, not yet. Hopefully, like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, so I think the poo closed out. today or something, maybe. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So. This will be released after that, though. So, all the yeah. listeners already know. So, we'll know yeah. and we'll, we'll okay. add it to the episode. <laughs> Fingers crossed that. <laughs> you get selected i think you are automatic so i'm pretty sure you will be but um yeah good luck for the of, yeah good luck for the rest of the season um stay away from coco on those runs and <laughs> and good luck good luck jess thank you thanks again for that interview jess it was great um yeah as we said last week we're doing the uh, world champ special um sponsored by up there athletics um each day while World Champs is on, releasing like short episodes, um, just kind of covering all the action and the weird tipping contest with prizes. So look out for that in the coming weeks. We'll kind of announce more, but definitely um, you'll see Jess there. So yeah, put her in your tips. Yeah, <laughs> or don't. Probably I probably know. wouldn't. To be honest, like I reckon she'll she'll run well, but yeah. it, she's got some good competition. Good competition, so. <laughs> yeah. That's to to win. It's uh, yeah. it's gonna be. Pretty pretty crazy, but um, excited yeah. for the world champ special though. It'll be it'll great. Be cool. 
It's going to be law excited and a little bit daunting. Oh, yeah, we're going to be busy. We are going to be busy. Uh, thankfully, we're not going to have to move house in that time. Yeah. Imagine we had to if we had to do that. That would just be like, all right, no, it's not worth it. And our time management's not great, so we know that by the uh, ten minute fire drill uh, delay yeah, by yes. two hours somehow. Like we went into a black hole. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, it'll be great. Uh, now Instagram. Things you, <laughs> things you, have. things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. That's it. Mine is uh, mine doesn't really need uh, much uh, of a description because I think it will make it less funny. But uh, I saw a video that Brett made um, recently on one of his other accounts. Um, yeah, don't need, to, don't need to give it much of a description. But yeah, he just big stitch up. But. Brett, yeah, Brett just like I don't, I don't you make, you've got a not bad of voice. Um, yeah. So to be honest, this is going to come out Tuesday night no one's going to have any idea what I'm talking about until we post it on Wednesday. So look out on Wednesday on the uh, story for me to post this video of Brett singing. Um, yeah, that's, I don't even get it, but yeah, all right, let's go. Um, this, my one isn't even Instagram. I've just made my own little segment for this one. But <laughs> have you just? One is just Ed Goddard's fucking antics <laughs> in the call room and stuff like that. Like, we're there, everyone's like putting their shoes on and shit and he's there watching baseball on full volume. Like he's lining up for the toilets and like he's there, full volume, baseball. And everyone's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And then when that's... What team does he go for? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. I don't know. Yeah. And then when that's done, it's like now it's time to play terrible 60s rock <laughs> on full ball as well. And I don't know. He's just I wonder like, what he thinks though. It'd be so funny what he... I would love to like sit him down and... Because um, Ed's, Ed's a good guy, even though we take the piss out of him. He's a good guy. Um, but I'd like to sit him down and play the music we play. I know. You know I wonder, sort of if, he, I wonder st- if he listens to the... Uh, I certainly, the, don't, certainly don't think he does. Yeah, I don't reckon he'd like it. But, no. Um, I don't, yeah, it's, oh, Didn't it's a Ed terrible do, taste in music. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just really funny because it's like a lot of... a lot of. It's more like the wrong generation. Yeah. You know, it's just... Yeah. He's just like stuck. And I don't mind some of the old... old like, uh, there's certainly older rock stuff that I... I I don't mind, um, but yeah, he's he's absolutely obsessed. But Ed would be at Falls Creek, and there's 300 people running on a run, and he's there with his phone playing music yeah. in his hand. Yeah, that's and a bit obnoxious because then it's sort of thinking that everyone wants to hear what yeah. you, you and want. And I definitely don't want to hear that music. <laughs> um, Apparently, Ed did a uh, a pirouette around a, one yes. of the corners. So if we can find, I that, can't really take it, the piss, I can't take the piss out of that because he fucking. Smash me, so yeah. But if we can get footage of that, that's what my uh, thing of the week will be. If not, I'll just find a photo of carrying his, carrying his phone. <laughs> I run with my phone a lot too, though. But. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. But uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot, guys. That was yeah. Uh, yeah back in the Melbourne studio for episode twenty. Yeah, and Q and A coming out later this week. We'll, sure is. Uh, send out a call for questions soon. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Cheers.